you are always at cost. You are hundred percent personally responsible for all your results, all of them. Hello, hello, Amira Alvarez here, founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman with a great podcast for you today. I hope you enjoy this. I am going to be diving into my own victim mentality. Yep, I woke up the other day with this whole attitude of being in victim and I have like this hate love experience with this because I... I hate, if you will, the fact that I, I was in this attitude, mind you, it was a short period of time, but I was still in victim and that's not who I am. So I don't like that, but I secretly love it also because I get to use this as an example of how to better your best, recognize when you're out of integrity with yourself and also recognize when you're in victim and what to do with it. So it's great fodder for the podcast. So with that, let's get started. So I wanted to use this as an example also because it just is an illustration that I'm not perfect, right? I and and I don't represent myself to be, yet I understand that many of my clients have come to me and it's clear that they see me at a higher level, which is possibly true to some degree, but they put me on a pedestal. That's the difference. And even though I might be at a higher level of awareness or I may have done things they haven't yet done, I am not perfect. And no one is. The idea behind what I teach is that you keep bettering your best. You keep going to the next level and you keep holding a higher standard for yourself so that you keep in that growth and because I've done this for so many years, I now have broken through on so many limiting behaviors and beliefs that used to hold me back. Does that mean that they never come up anymore? Absolutely not. Of course they do. And the difference is that I'm aware sooner and I shift sooner. So let me tell you what this scenario was. Actually, let me tell you first what the problem with being a victim is. If it's not like bad enough already, right? Just the idea of saying I'm a victim sounds terrible. And yet we all go into these places at different times when you're saying the world is happening to me and I'm just a victim of what's happening. That is not an empowered place as you can you know, well imagine and you've probably experienced. And yet it's what many, many people do all, all the time. So the fundamental problem with finding yourself with a victim attitude is that it's disempowering. It actually gives away your power and it takes you out of being someone who creates in this world to someone who's just at the whim of what's happening around them. And if you want to be unstoppable in your business, if you really want to grow your income, if you want to have more impact in this world and grow yourself and your business, you need to be someone who has creative agency, meaning someone who drives their life isn't just being thrown asunder, you know, willy nilly here and there based on outside circumstances. So it doesn't feel good to be a victim and it takes away your power when you do that. Now you're the only one who's taking away your own power by doing that, but it's still disempowering. 
And then the second thing is you can't grow quickly if you're a victim. You're not in that creative growth energy and perspective. You're in uh, a complain perspective. You're in a woe is me perspective. And it demotivates you and it makes you think that you can't do things. And it starts narrowing your focus and narrowing the possibilities you see and that you stop seeing opportunities, which limits your ability to grow. So those are two of the fundamental reasons why having a victim attitude is not conducive to being an unstoppable woman and to growing your business or generally to feel great in life. Okay. So what's the antidote to victim mentality? Well, personal responsibility. It steps you out of being a victim instantaneously, immediately. It gives you back your power. And this means saying to yourself that you are always at cause. You are always at cause. You are 100% personally responsible for all your results. All of them. The good ones, which you'd like to claim ownership of, and the ones that aren't so good. You are 100% personally responsible. When you take that level of responsibility and say, I created this, I created this effect, then that means you have the power to create a different effect, a different result. And that is huge. That immediately takes you out of victim mentality, gives you back your power, and it feels much better. Let me just tell you. It also closes the gap on time. This creates the results that you want faster than slower, okay? So taking personal responsibility is not just awareness, okay? It's not just going, oh, look, I'm doing that and seeing it, witnessing it. That's the start of it. That's really super important. But you also have to act differently because awareness without taking new action is it doesn't get you far it gets you like a little micro step further but if you actually are aware and you match that with behaving differently and doing something differently and doing that different thing quickly you make a massive leap forward okay so taking personal responsibility is not just awareness but it does start with awareness now Taking personal responsibility also requires courage. Sometimes you're going to need to do something others don't like. So there are often cases where, you know, if I choose to take personal responsibility for my outcomes here and recognize that I'm not making a decision to hire someone or to change how I use my time and as a result, I'm having this unhappy experience and saying that it's my business partner's fault, my life partner's fault, my kid's fault, my team member's fault, um, the business's fault, then that puts you into victim. And sometimes you're going to have to say, in order for me not to play the victim here, I am going to have to make a different decision. And the people in my life may not like that. And it takes courage to do it differently, to make that decision and to have a level of communication with the people in your life so that you're really um, framing the situation and helping them understand and and trying to mitigate as, as best you can. But 
but still taking personal responsibility. Like I'm either going to keep doing what I've always done and stay in victim mode saying, you know, they're doing it to me, but I can't change because they'll be upset. That's staying in victim mode. You have to be courageous and do it differently. Have that conversation, really clarify the situation, make a different decision. Now it also takes courage, even if there's no one else involved, let's say what you have to do differently is managing your own time, which is my example. Just we'll get to my example in just a moment, but sometimes it's, it's, you have to courageously go forward and say, wow, I need to do things differently and things have to change. And that's going to be challenging. And how am I going to do that? That takes some courage. Now it's not the same courage as fighting in a war, right? And putting your life at risk that way, but it does take emotional courage to confront your old identity, your old understanding of how things are in this world and how you should be and take a stand to do it differently. So know that you're going to need courage. Okay. And this is something that is an iterative process. And I see this over and over again, not just with myself, but with my clients, like you take one courageous step, you make one change that feels hard, but you do it. And then you got to keep doing it. It's not one and done in order to really fundamentally change how you're showing up in this world. It takes a lot of awareness and new action, awareness and new action, and really recognizing when you are in victim. And just a little note here, you can be a problem solver and have a can do attitude and still be in victim. Okay. So let me use that as a segue to my example. The scenario is uh, our company has made a commitment to, to growth, to scaling, and we're doing some big things this year. And my team is all in, uh, we have incredible growth plans, like the, the impact that we want to make is bigger. The numbers of clients we want to serve is growing. The kinds of teaching that we want to do is growing. So there's all this growth in terms of impact and, uh, client delivery and, in our operations in order to support that and our marketing and our sales, everything needs love and attention right now to get to the next level. And as you know, as a business owner, this is generally the case. We have lots of things that need our love and attention. And when you make a big commitment and you start moving towards it, which I teach and I walk and here I am, I'm walking the talk here, then there's all sorts of stuff that comes up. And I woke up the other morning and I was, I was bad attitude girl. I have to say, I was thinking, how the heck am I going to do this? And it came up with a particular thing, which was in order to, to grow, we need to bring on more people to really every part of our, our business, right? We need more, uh, program coaches. We need more, uh, program managers. We need an ops director. We need marketing and we've been hiring like crazy. Okay. And one of the places where we're hiring is around sales because we need more people to support the people coming into our world. And I have, a high standard for this. I want from the moment you interact with our company, I want you to have an excellent experience, whether you end up becoming a client or not. 
I want you to have this world-class experience with us. Now, do we always nail that? No, we're not perfect, but I have this world-class high standard of excellence. And I hired a company to help me build a sales team. And they have a fantastic process for this in terms of hiring and training. And I'm going through it. And it took me all day Saturday to go through the first phase of their program. And I was like, oh my goodness, WTF, this is a lot of stuff. And then they want me to spend an hour a day for the next, you know, up teen years doing this. And I started getting into this victim mentality. Like, why can't it be easier? And right. And it was not pretty. And I woke up the next morning feeling icky, right? That is not how I like to feel. And I became aware of it in an instant and recognized it for being a victim. And I instantly said, this is not okay. I have to change this. And it came up both in how I was feeling and how I was writing out the agenda for our leadership team meeting. We each add to the agenda what what we need to talk about, the issues that we need to go over. And I was writing out that I need to make more room in my schedule. And can you like, let's, let's triage this. Let's figure out what needs to shift and, and what, what can be taken off my plate. But the way I wrote it was in a total went, 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 poor me kind of way. So the first thing I did was I went back and I rewrote it because our words have power and I reframed it and I rearticulated it in the words that I was using. Then I got my head straight around what really needed to happen because here I was, I know that all the entrepreneurs that have grown big businesses in, in the world that I'm in have done so by managing their own sales team until they get to some significantly big numbers, 20, 30, $40 million a year. They've all been invested time-wise into mentoring the people in their business. And you've heard me say this before, but I'll say it again. Sales is what moves money. You have to fall in love with sales. I teach sales. I teach how to be of service in your sales conversation. I teach how to sell from a position of unconditional love. I teach high integrity sales. And I teach this for for every industry. My clients come from all different industries. And it's one of the ways they go from having a limited income to really breaking through. So it's not that I've, uh, that I don't believe in sales. And so intellectually in my mind, I was all in, right? I'm like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. I'm all in for this. But when push came to shove and I saw like what the time commitment was going to be, this is where my victim attitude came in. I started to feel that poor me put upon mentality as if it wasn't me making the decision to do this. Now, this is really key, guys. We have to take personal responsibility for our decisions. I made the decision to scale my company. I made the decision that I wanted to do it this way, that I wanted to be all in on this, that I wanted to to lead this part of my company. 
very intimately, that it made, it, it was important to me in my heart to do this. It was as if like I went, uh, I fogged out on that, as if it wasn't me making that decision. So that's a little cray cray. Okay, so I noticed this in how I wrote my agenda item and how I was feeling put upon, okay? And the thing that you have to recognize is that when you feel put upon like that, you have to really reframe it for you, for yourself. Get super, super clear. One was about like, I was making the decision. Two, it was about, oh, look at this equation here. I think it's supposed to be a certain way, but the reality is this way. And when, when your expectations are higher than your reality, you're going to be disappointed. And my expectations were that I didn't have to do any work to make this happen. Huh, look at that. Or I didn't have to, like, I could just wave my magic wand or I didn't have to put the time in. And quite frankly, that's a, not just a victim mentality, but an entitled position. So, ooh, double whammy there, right? So I had to really reframe, actually, this is what I want. This is what I'm choosing. I want this. Now, what do I need to do to make this happen? Okay. What do I need to do to make this happen? Now, just working more hours only gets you so far because you'll burn out, you get exhausted. And even though I think I'm the energizer bunny, I need my downtime. I need my quiet time. I need my rejuvenation time. It's so important. I cannot work nonstop. So just adding more hours to the workday is, is now an unacceptable solution. Is it a temporary solution sometimes? Yes, in a pinch, but it cannot be my ongoing solution for weeks and months on end. Okay. So the other thing that happens is that if I don't have that downtime or a, a, a good workflow, I'm not going to be successful and I'm going to start feeling bad and that is demotivating. So although there are times where I go hard, I go hard a lot, but I balance it with a lot of downtime also. So there are times where I, I go hard. Um, I don't want to set myself up for failure. I want to set myself up for success because failure is demotivating and success is quite motivating and quite, it gets you going. I actually noticed this very quickly in a matter of minutes. I was like, what is this feeling and why am I waking up this way? And that's because I've done a ton of work on my identity and my self image. And that's something that I teach in depth, uh, at our Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. If you want to, to go in depth on this, please join us for that. We'll put it in the show notes, um, but you can always go to theunstoppablewoman.com and we have all the information there. We have a particular page that tells you about the summit, theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. Because I've done so much work on my self-image, I know when I'm out of integrity and that this is my, the old me coming in and I need to really reinforce the new me and take myself to the next level. And that's what was going on. So I had to come up with a solution to this. How do I create 10 more hours in my work week for the foreseeable future? How is that going to happen? And that that is a fascinating concept. And I know a lot of you are faced by that. Like, how can I do more? 
and you want to do more, but how can you do more? So the first thing was I had to get super, super clear on the problem that we were solving. And it was like, oh, I need 10 more hours in my work week. So there's a clarity piece there. There's a clarity piece. So when you're clear about it, now you know what problem you are solving. Then I asked myself, who do I need to be to be someone who creates 10 more hours and does this big thing? And what do I need to do differently? Who do I need to be and what do I need to do? And the do is do differently generally. Okay. So I need to be someone who's like game on excited, like all in. I need to be a better leader, giving clearer direction than I've ever given before. That's going to reduce the, the drag or the friction in, um, much of how I lead on the team right now. So that's going to save me time. I need to be driving outcomes, not details. There's always an iterative process on that. I've been doing that for years. Okay. Outcomes, not details, outcomes, not details, but you, you raise your level on this again and again. I need to be someone who's willing to hire and let go. And obviously that's already in process. We, we, you know, are hiring like crazy and that's been going on for years, but now more than ever. So this, again, I want you to get this idea that it's an iterative process. You've done it before. You need to do it again. New, new experience. Oh yeah, this is what I need to do. And you can close the gap on time because you're, you're a little clearer about it and you have to take that new action quickly. So, you know, with all of this, I started to take immediate action on some of these open loops that were in existence for me at that very moment in time. Like I took immediate action. You often hear me say, um, there's three types of action, massive, immediate, and consistent. This is an example of me seeing something and realizing I needed to take immediate action on some things to underscore and affirm the beingness of me at a different level. So I needed to act on being a higher level leader. I saw that I needed to be a higher level leader and I then needed to act on being a higher level leader immediately. And so I, I did that to, to reinforce the new identity or the new way of being that I, I was choosing. So that was, I immediately worked on a job description that was sort of hanging out there and I had confusion, some sort of psychological confusion on, I just went and got it done. Boom. Okay. Done. So that's how I moved out of this victim mentality. So I want to review it with you because we covered a lot in this podcast. First, awareness. And I knew that by how I was feeling in my body first. And then I acknowledged, oh, that feeling, that's me being a victim. So awareness, number one. Then I said to myself, this is not who I am or want to be right? I was like, there's dissonance here. I don't like this. This is not who I am. It's not who I want to be. Third, I made a different decision. I said, I am going to be this person, not this person. I don't want to feel bad. I want to feel good. Okay. I don't want to be a victim. I want to be empowered. I want to be someone who is unstoppable. Who's, who's a creative agent in this world. That's a decision. Four, I asked myself, how do I take personal responsibility here? How do I actually take back the personal responsibility? Number five, I asked better questions of myself. I asked, you know, what's required here? 
well, 10 more hours a week. I need to come up with 10 more hours a week. If I create time, how do I do that, right? Because I have a strong stance that we all create, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. It's not like we create an extra 36 hours or, you know, another 40 hours a week. Though, if I had a magic wand, this is what I would do probably. I would just create more time for me. (laughs) Um, But that's because I love, I love living. So anyways, that's a whole different topic. But I don't, uh, you know, I'm not ignorant in the fact that we all have 24 hours in the day, but I believe that we create time. We can create whether it feels like time is flying by or time is going slowly. We can feel like we're overwhelmed or that we're in the flow. So if I create time, how do I do that in this case? What needs to shift? And that's when I ask those two questions. Who do I need to be and what do I need to do? And then I acted on them immediately. That's number six. Acted them on them immediately. I changed the leadership team agenda, the phrasing of that. I wrote the job description and I ingested meetings on my calendar. I just went in there and was like, okay, this is how we're doing it. Okay. There's, there's more that I will do. Okay. That I will shift and, and change for sure. But I'm already like, I, I went through this process. I owned my stuff and made the the shifts. And immediately I felt back to myself again, empowered, ready to go, not a victim, good attitude. And the heaviness went away. And that like light game on um, was, was back and it felt amazing. Right? So I hope that helped to see how I use this material myself in a real life right now example. If you want to go deeper into this, please join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. We are going to be teaching you, we, me, okay? It's three days of me teaching. It's all virtual. It's in May. And we do a a really amazing format of teaching, then worksheets and, and, and really getting it dialed in for yourself. And then uh, engagement with the community so that you're learning from others and locking in that learning. And we, we play this out throughout the, the summit all three days. The last time we did this, we had incredible, um, participation and people stayed all day. Like no one left because it was so freaking next level. So if you want your income breakthrough and you want to, um, make it happen for yourself, please join us. It's the unstoppablewoman.com slash summit, and I will see you there. Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode as well. Take care. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable.